Hey guys, welcome back to Discover Springford. I'm really excited about today's episode because I'm sitting down with Lauren Pelleccia, the owner and head stylist of Salon Pazabella. I'm Jeff Desiato, a local realtor, aspiring actor, and transplant to the Springford area. And I'm on a mission to find the best that Springford has to offer. I'll be interviewing local business owners, civil servants, and other prominent members of the community to find out what makes Springford a great place to live, work, eat, and explore. I invite you to join me on my journey as I discover Springford. Lauren, thanks for being Thank on the show today. Thank you for having me. No problem. Really so uh, I don't waste much time getting into the conversation, or at least I don't try to. Um, so why don't you let us know a little bit about yourself personally, uh, where you grew up, and how you worked your way into the salon industry. So, I originally am from Harleysville, um, and I grew up there. I went to Satterton High School. Oh, yeah. My ne- nephew and niece's uh, niece. niece and nephews go there. Okay. So, yeah. um, so, not far. I feel like a lot of people from this area think it's oh, yeah. further than really what it is. Right. Um, I live in Twanksville right now. So, I graduated high school. I decided that I was going to go to college, do the college thing, and I went to Monco, and then I went to um, Gwen and Mercy. Oh, okay. Because it's university now. Yeah. Um, it was college. Um, I wasn't quite sure. I have always worked in the salon since I was 14. Oh, okay. Um, and I wasn't quite sure if I really wanted to, like, do hair. Mm-hmm. And plus, like, at the time, everybody, there was pressure to go to college and to get a degree, and then, right. you know, later down the road, if you wanted to do something else, you could do that. So all through school... Um, I worked in a salon as a, just like an assistant. Mm-hmm. Um, was it a family friend or just no. a local salon? Yeah, just yeah. a local oh, okay. like, wasn't salon. like you came from a long line of stylists no, or something. Yeah, no hair in in <laughs> the family at yeah. all. But it turns out me and my brother. My brother works here too. He's, oh, does he's he? barber. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so I don't know where we got the hair gene. Yeah, <laughs> we got some kind of hair gene. Yeah. Um, no, I just started working at the place my mom went to get her hair done. Um, she's like, why don't you just get a job for a few hours, you know, a week or whatever. Um, so I worked like maybe five hours a week Mm -hmm. in the salon, but I was 14. So I just kept, I worked there and then went to school. And then once I graduated, went to Monco, I still worked at the salon. Um, and then I transferred to Gwen and Mercy, still like wasn't doing anything. What were you majoring in at the time? Psychology. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, I still was unsure. I wanted to get my degree and I really liked college Mm -hmm. a lot. Like I really liked school. Um, so I worked in the salon. I learned so much from being there that like I could do hair, Right. you know, because when you work around people that are doing it, it's, you learn, you you learn, you glean through osmosis. And I worked with a lot of really good hairdressers a lot. Um, so I'm forever grateful for them too also. Um, they didn't hoard their knowledge and experience. They they were open to share it with you as you were working yeah, there. Yeah, but you know stuff. what? Yeah. I worked for so long there. I was at the one place for seven years and the other place for seven years. Oh, wow. So just by being there, you just learn. Like yeah. It wasn't like I was like standing next to them or asking them questions. Yeah. You just kind of learn from being there and mm-hmm. watching. And I did watch. I mean, I yeah. think if you were just there and, you know, Sweeping the hair up, I guess. Yeah. Maybe, but I really was paying attention. Um, so then I went to Gwen and Mercy. Mm-hmm. I was there for 
my other two years after mm. Monco. Um, and I was getting ready to graduate with my psychology degree. And I'm like, what am I going to do? Mm. Am I going to go get a degree, go further my education to really be able to do something with psychology? Or am I going to go do hair? Well, I can't really do hair because I don't have a license. Mm. So you need a license to do hair. You can't just, yeah. oh, let me just do your hair. Yeah. Um, so I said to myself, before I go further with anything, let me just get my license and say I have it. Yeah. Whether I do it now or I go back to school for psychology or I wait or mm. whatever. If I don't do it now, I'm probably not going to do it at right. all. Now, can I ask, just as someone yeah. who doesn't know, um, well, my do- my sister-in-law is a, a hairstylist as well, and I never thought to ask her this question, but <laughs> uh, what is it what is it entailed uh, for someone to go and get their uh, cosmetology license. So it's 1,250 hours oh, wow. of, of school. <laughs> wow, that's so a lot. The first... Real estate's like 60, so <laughs> you don't need I to know. be smart to do real estate. Sorry. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, that's the stereotype, too. So. Yeah, we yeah. Um, so a lot of it, I'm not, I'm unsure. It's either 250 hours or 300 hours when you first start. You have to do a Like book, of actual hands book on? Work. Oh, book work. Book oh, work, okay. yeah. Um, and you work on mannequins and all that. And yeah. then I think, don't quote me on these numbers, yeah. but um, after that, then you're on the floor working on people. So okay. it's only a few and hours that's at a like day. that's at a cosmetology school. Yes, that's yeah. at a school. So the school I went to was in Ambler. Um, now there's the one right in Trap. They didn't yeah. have, that wasn't there when <laughs> yeah. I started. Um, I knew there was one in Lansdale. And there's well, one in yeah. Lansdale also. But I don't know if it's still there or not. But that is still there. Yeah. But um, with my work schedule, and I liked... This, the one in Ambler um, had school on Saturdays. Okay. So Saturdays was a full clinic day. Uh, so it was more, more packed into More one, like yeah. hands-on, and that's mm. what I wanted to do. I wanted to be with the client, and I wanted to do the hair. Yeah, did you find it tedious, those early hours, since you had been around the, yeah. the salon industry for so long? It mm-hmm. was kind of like going back to the drawing board a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can imagine that that it would have been different. like... <laughs> I mean, it was different because it was actual book work. Like, yeah. I kind of learned from, like, backwards, I guess. Yeah. Because I learned the practical stuff and the real life stuff mm-hmm. first, and then I went back and I learned the book work, like the why behind the wh- exactly. why you just why you cut exactly. it this way or exactly. you lay it this way and, exactly, yeah. um, like the science stuff, yeah. the you know because we also did nails too. Okay, cosmetology yeah, it's takes everything. on everything. Yeah. So you do nails, skin, and hair. Oh, okay, so I kind of learned like backwards. Yeah, <laughs> so. Really, the book work stuff, you don't really do too much yeah. in the salon. So the front word stuff for me was the stuff that was the most important. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was able to go in the salon and kind of right. do it, yeah. just being out of school. And that was a challenge that I had. Um, because in this industry, somebody right out of school, you know, they have to be trained and, you know, be here on the floor and watch just as I did, yeah. maybe not seven years, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, a little bit yeah. because it's so different than, you know, going and sitting in the classroom and coming out and doing it. Um, there's a difference between a mannequin and a person. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, a like, huge, just, just yeah. in the personal, inter- or interpersonal interaction, relate- yeah. interaction, that's that's something that does not come natural to a it, lot of people. And it doesn't. And that comes with time, with experience. Yeah. Um, if you put the work in to do that, but... Um, so anyway, that's why I yeah. chose that school Okay. because we had more oh, yeah, clinical was, hours yeah. that I really wanted to do 
and yeah. I knew how to do so. And so then you, you put in all that time, and I would imagine you started working f- at another salon. You didn't just decide to start your own from no. day one, right? <laughs> yeah. No. I think no. that would be, <laughs> that would have well, been very, I wanted very to, and I... Courageous, yeah. I, I thought about it, Did you but, really? I didn't. <laughs> but I didn't. Yeah. Did you have a... How long did you work uh, at another salon before you decided to open your own? When I graduated from college, I went to a bigger salon. Um, They had like 30 stylists. Oh, wow. And probably 14 receptionists. Oh, my goodness. uh, (laughs) Assistants, huge. Yeah. Um, Was it like a spa salon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the mega ones. Yes. So... That was big. Yeah. Um, too big for me. Yeah. Which brings me to why I wanted something smaller and why I like to keep my salon on the smaller side because mm-hmm. I like the coziness. I like the comfort. I like everybody to feel comfortable coming right. in. I felt like there, it was none of that because it yeah. was so big. And that's just something that comes with having a big place. Yeah. Um, so I was there for a year, uh, and then I decided that I was gonna really take the next step wow so well i went to another salon that's okay (laughs) but i went to um more of a chain salon Mm -hmm. so that i could gain clientele yeah pretty fast yeah um in this business it's it's all what you put in if Mm -hmm. you're if you put a lot of hours in if you retain your people if you work late work a lot um and you're good at what you do and you're good with the clientele you could build a, a decent amount of book in a short amount of time, mm. you know? So I knew that. And um, so I worked there for a year and I built a book. I was busy when I was there and I'm like, you know what? If I don't do it now. So I, anyway, I went on I went on Craigslist and I'm like, let me just see like what's out there as far yeah. as like real estate and, right. you know, Whatever. I had no idea. Yeah, you're just kind of so, figuring it out yeah. as you do it. Yeah. So I was like, let me just look and see. Um, and there was... I was in Collegeville at the time. Okay. Um, I needed to stay in the same area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're clientele, right? Because people will travel, yeah. but they're only going to travel so far. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't move to, like, I don't know, Philly yeah. and people follow me there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just looked and I found Warriors. I actually didn't even know where Warriors Word was. Yeah. <laughs> I knew like where Target was, but I didn't know exactly where right. Main Street was. Yeah, I thought like Lewis Road was Main Street. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, um, you think of a high traffic yeah. type of road when you yeah. hear Main Street. For so sure. I never thought that there was like Main Street. Yeah. So I'm driving. I looked it up and like, well, let me drive by. Um, it was 340 Main Street. Um, Kathy Calhoun owned the building. That okay. was where Sanker yeah. Jewelers was. Yeah. Um, so I drove by and I'm like. Okay, well, this yeah. is cool. Like, I looked in. Was okay. it formerly a salon? It was a nail no? salon. A nail salon, okay. So, I mean, really a nail salon. Like, they took every Like, yeah. there was nothing that right. really was in there that I yeah. needed. Um, so, I called her. I went in. I looked at it. And I'm like, this is perfect. Yeah. It was bigger than what I needed, mm-hmm. like, to start out for yeah. just me. Um. So it was just you at this time? Yeah, it was just me. Um, 
But I knew I had the clientele. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, polled people and said if I moved to Royer's Ford or whatever. Yeah. And people were like, oh, my God, do it. Like, uh, Yeah, that's cool. When you have that kind so of, like, loyalty support. Yeah, that's And awesome. even now, I mean, those same people that were with me then are still with me now. And that's, that's really just cool. amazing. Um, and I wouldn't be here without them. Mm-hmm. All of them. Right. So to have their support was amazing. Yeah. That was just... That's really all I needed. After yeah. I started getting some feedback and people were like, you need to do it, just do it. You know, if it doesn't work out, it's fine, whatever. Yeah. So, um, the space was great. It needed to be done to what I, you yeah, know, I needed approvals and yeah. I needed stations and stuff like that. But, um, in the grand scheme of things, it was set up perfectly. Because yeah. really, it's hard to have a salon when there's, like, windows all along the wall. Right. You can't really put, like, stations there. Yeah. But since it was a storefront, you had the windows in the front, and right. then the sides and the walls were all, yeah. um, you know. And when was walls. it that you uh, opened in, in Warriors Um We opened in 2012. Oh, okay. So it was September 2012, so we're actually celebrating our six-year anniversary this year. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. So, thank you. Um well, obviously, we're not there anymore. We're yeah. here now. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Uh, but yeah, so you, what was some of the the conversations that you had to have, um, and you know how what were you working like into the night to get it ready and that, or did you have people helping you? Like, how um, did you go? Well, my family, about of course, yeah. my husband and my dad, my brother, my sister. I mean, I come from a big Italian family, mm-hmm. so everybody like came and was like. What can I do? Yeah, that's and I'm awesome. Like, well, pick up a paintbrush. Yeah, <laughs> and everybody did. I mean, it was. I had the vision, and my family was amazing through it all, and even still through my journey from there to here to everything in between. I mean, mm. you know, you can't do it alone. Yeah, yeah. You, just like you, you had you said can't. with the, your clients, you mm-hmm. know, like. If it wasn't for them, you wouldn't have had the courage and the ability yep. financially to actually take the next step. Yeah. And then the community around you helping yeah. you to actually follow through. Yeah, that's exactly. A huge, that's a exactly. huge part of the journey. And I think that's one of the fascinating things um, about these stories and talking to people is just finding out like the different because a lot of the, the stories are they have different details mm-hmm. but like there's a lot of like parallels right you know in the entrepreneurial journey because yep. it, it takes a lot of people have ideas and they they like oh I, someday i wish i could mm-hmm. this but it's and then it, uh, what i find encouraging for people to hear is how did you actually go from the idea to the implementation because right. right. that may be the thing that other people need to hear right to get them to do the right. same thing yeah. yeah i mean i for in that instance i just i felt myself getting like nervous about doing it yeah oh i'm sure <laughs> and i was like this isn't good <laughs> once you get nervous it's harder to do it yeah you start to doubt yourself so i didn't want to get fully to that point so i was like let me just do it now i'm young if i don't <laughs> if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out yeah but now that's the i feel like that's the wise way to do it because you don't want to hit it a milestone birthday or something and right. go, I wish I had. Right. Or if I had started back then, where would I be now? Exactly. Uh, there's a quote that I always see. It's always around New Year's. Mm-hmm. It says, um, this time next year, you'll wish you had started today. Ooh, or something I like, like that. that. Yeah, like, uh, and, I like that. And you're like, oh, that's like such a good reminder uh, you can put it up in the salon if you want. I like that. I, I don't I'm know like, who I, like... I don't know who the author is, oh, but it's good. But it's like it it's it true though. It's, uh, a year from now, you'll wish you had started today or that's something true. like that. And, because uh, it takes time, and yeah. that's a thing like that. 
I think people forget is that everything takes time. Right. And even me, I mean, I forget sometimes yeah. and I'm like, why isn't it happening faster? You know, whatever, whatever it may be. Yeah. And when I look at six years that have gone by, I wouldn't, you need those experiences in those six years to be where you're at now. Right. I didn't have that then. Yeah. Just because I didn't have the experience. But I wanted it then. Yeah. I just didn't know. And yeah. that's something that I don't feel that somebody could tell you either. Like, you can have, I've had business coaches. I've had, and they've all helped. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. They've yeah. helped in the experience. But you have to figure it out on your own. And it takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes longer than I think people really want it to take. But yeah. And if you think about like six years in the grand scheme of things, it's relatively a short exactly. period of time. And when you've you already think of it like that. you've established yes. one location. You've you've moved to a different yep. location. You've 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 done some things that people have yet to do in six years. Right. And like you said, that those are experiences that you you can't get from somebody else. You have to live them yourself because mm-hmm. every situation is different and yep. unique. And there are overriding you know, pieces of advice mm-hmm. that people can help you about, you know, like putting your head down and just right. focusing on one goal at a time right. and things like that. Those are really general, but yep. like day-to-day decision-making yep. and things like that. Those are things you only learn from doing. From doing yeah. it. And the sooner you do it, the f- that you just have to do it. Right. And sometimes you just have to like close your eyes and jump. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun though. I mean, I feel like every day is something new. Yeah. And I would never have wanted to, like, look back at my life now and say, oh, if I would have done that when I was going to do it. Yeah. It would just, yeah, I w- that would devastate me. Yeah. I think that's an important message for everybody that might be watching. Like, if you're at that point where you're like, I need, it's now or never. Yeah. It's got to be now. Cause, you just got to <laughs> do yeah, it. Yeah, it's not. Um, You'll get out of it. Yeah. I mean, if something happens and you don't, that's okay. Yeah. I think that the crippling fear of failure yeah. keeps people from trying. Yep. Um, and, and then for me personally, it's like, I fail a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah, you, you, everybody but does. But it's all about like, you know, you know, there's always, someone that. said it's not yep. failure, it's an outcome. Yep. It's what you do with the outcome. That's and how, that's you know, true. and I'm like, okay, that's all these wise right. people and that I, I can listen to and be like, okay, you're a lot smarter than I am. <laughs> so I'm glad that someone else has a cute little quote yeah, that right? motivates me. Yeah. But that's I mean, true. that's, you know, from not to make it about me, yeah. but uh, just for my real estate business, I've mm-hmm. had several like what I've felt like reboots or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like I started at one brokerage um, in my very first year of real estate and it was not a good fit for my personality, anything. So I left there, went to another brokerage and I felt like I started over again mm-hmm. and then um, moving to a new area. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I started over mm-hmm. again. And, and you try, when you get desperate, you start to just throw things at the wall. Yep, and true. then you regret like, oh, I spent money on this marketing or doing yep. this and it didn't work out. And oh, what a mm-hmm. waste. But I look back on it and say, like, I, I made the best decision I could make with the information that exactly. was available to me at that. the time. I love that. So like, I, I can't, I mean, like hindsight's always 2020. 20, so I'm not going to beat myself up for yeah. hindsight that I didn't have. Exactly. Yet, you know? exactly. You made an educated decision right. based on what you thought was right at the time. And yeah. that, that's all you can do. Yeah. So, um, you guys moved here last year. We moved here. Yep. 2017. We, yep. Uh, we moved here in September. Well, the end of August. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess our first day was August 29th, 2017. And how did you come across this space here on Ridge Pike? Um, there was a sign. <laughs> well, this was a salon before. Okay. Um, 
so and I had passed here like yeah. millions of times. But when you're not looking for it, yeah. you kind of don't see it. Um, and it said hair salon for hair, hair salon. Yeah. So I'm like, I drove by and I'm like, oh, oh cool. You know, yeah. a hair salon's available, whatever. Um, but then I didn't really see it and connect it until I was ready to move. Yeah. Um, so I basically just reached out, um, next door, Keith Stewart, owns the, bu- the building. Okay. Um, and I guess that was like June. Ah, maybe, yeah, like the end of June. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to be out of there in August. Okay. We lost one day of work. We moved the whole salon in one day. Again, oh my, my family. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> I have pictures. <laughs> <laughs> It was great though. It, yeah. it was it was a fun day. Yeah, we had my husband, my brother, my bar- brother. He's yeah. my brother and my barber. Yeah. Um. Everybody, my mom, my dad, my sister, her husband, her her husband's dad. Everybody just came, and it was actually funny, but not funny. <laughs> I got a U-Haul because mm-hmm. we needed to move yeah. all yeah, this it's like stuff a moving day in for one day. I didn't want to yeah. lose like. A week's worth of work. Yeah. And this was empty, so it, I could have moved stuff over, but I needed to use it where yeah. I was at. Um, yeah, you didn't have two of everything. No, <laughs> you I didn't could have, have two kept of everything. operations exactly. going in both places. That would yeah. be nice. Yeah. But no. Um, so I ordered, well, I thought I ordered a U-Haul. So <laughs> I was like, okay, we're going we're gonna to go pick it up. We'll meet you at the salon, the old salon, um, at 7. Okay. So we get there. At the place to get the U-Haul, and they're like, "Oh, we canceled that order." <laughs> Why am I not surprised? I feel like I have had similar situations. I'm like, like <laughs> "What? What do you mean?" They're like, "Oh, um, we called you that your your um, truck is not available. The truck you wanted was not available." I'm like, "Do you have any trucks?" <laughs> they're like, "Uh, no, not at this location." Okay, well, what location do you have? Well, the other location, they were like, I don't know, in, not even in this state. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I've had similar things. They they take the reservation. Yeah. They know what you want. Yeah. And then they tell you later, like, oh, well, we never had that truck yeah. size. I don't know why. Basically, <laughs> that's basically what they said. So I was like, okay, well, first of all, everybody's basically over at the salon. Yeah, waiting for waiting you to bring the truck. Waiting for us yeah. to bring the truck so we could load it up. And I was so mad. Yeah. But they talked me off the ledge. My brother <laughs> and my husband and my father-in-law was there, too. Um, talked me off the ledge. And I did tell those people that that was not nice. <laughs> and we're moving on the salon today. But um, so whatever. I said, whatever. Yeah. We're just yeah. going to have to take what we can over now. And then Just in, like, cars and trucks cars. and stuff? Cars. Yeah. My dad does have a truck, so whatever. I called my sister, of course, because that's yeah. what I always call. Yeah. And she's like, hold on. Justin, her husband's dad, has a trailer. Oh, okay. Like, a huge trailer. Yeah. Let me see if he's if he's available. He could come. I'm like, oh, my God. This is last minute. Nobody's going to be able to. Yeah. That's, I mean, and I felt bad. I yeah. mean, I, whatever. Yeah, he doesn't owe you anything yeah. to help you that way, right? Oh, my right? gosh. Yeah. So, anyway, he's like, oh, yeah, I'll be there in a half hour. Wow. So, we're all in the salon waiting, and I'm, he shows up with this trailer. I've, I've never even seen anything like this. So, 
it was a trailer like you could walk in. It was like it was like a, a room, basically. Oh my gosh. He d- I don't know where he had it for, for his work or whatever. Yeah. But um, loaded that thing with everything. One trip with that thing. <laughs> One trip, all the stuff from the salon in the trailer. That's amazing. Everybody just grabbed. I mean, I was pretty organized. I had everything, you know, ready for everybody. Yeah. Um, but we were done. We started at, by the time, that time, maybe 8.30. We were over here by 11.30 with everything. Wow. Over here. That's amazing. And we were done, 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 unpacking everything and putting it in here by, I'm going to say, 1.30. Really? Done. Oh, my gosh. Done. <laughs> so, I mean, don't, we had a lot of people. Yeah. But I we could have I could have never done that myself. Yeah. I That's mean, I crazy. could take, like, my blow dryer and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, everybody else, and they didn't have to do that. And yeah. that was just so, I was so grateful for that. Yeah. Because they don't, that was their Saturday yeah. off. Like, no, I didn't, they volunteered to do it. Yeah. So, and that was a fun, that was actually a really fun day. That's cool. It was fun. Like, yeah. something like that, it can be very stressful, but... Mm-hmm. It was fun. It That's was great. Once you got the solution, it was fun. Once, right? we, yeah. <laughs> once we resolved the, the U-Haul yeah. issue. Once you uh, sold mm-hmm. all your stocks in U-Haul. Exactly. Wrote a Yelp, mm-hmm. negative Yelp review. <laughs> yep. yep. Then we were good. That's hilarious. So, that well, was... that's good because that, I mean, I, I can imagine how stressful that could have been um, throughout the day and how exhausting it would have been and probably was physically. Um, but to be able to have the people with you yeah, to do that, that's really cool. That was cool. Um, so why don't you tell people a little bit about the salon itself, um, maybe some things that make you guys or that that stand out about how you operate the salon or how you've made it your own um, and, uh, you know, what people can experience when they come here. Okay. So, again, back to the big salon that mm-hmm. I worked in and, you know, trying to keep things small. I, I like the coziness mm-hmm. of a salon. I like everybody to feel welcome, everybody to feel comfortable. I don't want people to feel intimidated by coming here. And I felt like when I was in those bigger salons, the clientele felt uncomfortable. And they're like, oh, I really didn't want to get dressed today, but I felt like I had to wear heels. And it's like, you don't have to do that. I want everybody to come here and be comfortable. If you want to roll out of bed and come get your hair done, you can totally do that. That's not, we don't judge, nothing like that. Um, But still give you the same quality that you're looking for. Um, Education is huge. So staying up with the current times and current hair trends and... But also staying with, you know, more of the traditional stuff also. I mean, Mm -hmm. not everybody wants a balayage. Right. You know, some people just want highlights, and that's fine, too. Um, So giving everybody what they want specifically Mm -hmm. to them and personalizing it to them without, you know, coming in and saying, oh, I'm not doing that to your hair because I I don't like that. Yeah. I mean... (laughs) <laughs> what good is that doing? I feel like people are coming here to a hairstylist because they want their hair a certain way and they can't do it themselves. Sure. So I feel that it's our job to give that to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have to like it. Yeah. <laughs> I, you have to like it. Right. So that's huge. I feel like you, 
I want everybody to have an easy time doing their hair. Yeah. I don't want anybody to struggle doing their hair um, because really that's, it's going to do what it wants anyway. Yeah. So I'm, I want to be here to help everybody make the best out of their natural hair. Right. Um, and I feel like our staff, we all do that. We're all have the same vision and mm. that's important too. Yeah. Because there's a lot of salons in this area mm. all over. And I feel like that's what pulls us apart from the other people yeah. is that I want my clients to come in, Caitlin's clients, every Kelly's clients, Joey's clients to come in and know everybody mm. and say, Oh, you know, I'm doing their hair, but they're talking to Caitlin about what they did last weekend and following up with that. And more of like a family mm -hmm. type atmosphere to where, I mean, I've had fr people that have made friends while they were here. That's really cool. It was just so cool. Like, they're friends on Facebook now, and they'll ask, oh, how's so-and-so doing? I, you know, she, we're off on, we're, we're off schedules now. Yeah. Or like, oh, when am I getting back on my schedule so I can see so-and-so? Yeah. And, like, they didn't know each other before they were here. That's cool. So, that. You're creating, like, the little local watering hole or yeah, hangout, you yeah, know, <laughs> while yeah. people get their hair done. And people, like, love that. Yeah. And I love that. I love when my clients um, make friends here. Yeah. Because that shows me that everybody's comfortable enough to be open and to talk and to converse. And, you know, I, that's just comfortable. And yeah. that's more, that, that's what I want. That's what I want people to feel. And I, and I hope that my current clients do feel that mm. when they come in here. Well, I think it's really interesting that you had the background of psychology. Because I would imagine that some of that education and training proves itself to be valuable oh, yeah. when you're dealing with Absolutely. people of different personalities and different backgrounds and Absolutely. different expectations mm -hmm. and managing all that stuff. I can imagine that yep. you probably end up, you know, being uh, a therapist to some people <laughs> when they're in the chair, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. But also mainly because we're friends also, right. you know, like, yeah, you see, I see my clients sometimes more than I see my own family. Wow. So, you know, if somebody comes every month for a haircut or a color or whatever, right. you're seeing them on a regular basis as yeah. opposed to your family who see, I don't know, maybe you see them once a Yeah, once birthday a year. party yeah, or this or that. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> so you have a bond and a relationship with them. I mean, I've been invited to birthday parties. They've been invited to stuff here, you know, family stuff. It's... It's, it's amazing yeah. how, like, you really create relationships with people. Well, I would think that, you know, we are materialistic as mm -hmm. people. We want to feel good that the level of trust that a, a person needs to have in the person oh, who's yeah. going to be holding yeah. their very faded and their, you know, yeah. their, their outlook on the world in their hands, you know, like, it's important to mm -hmm. trust, right, to have a trusted partnership with your, your stylist. Yeah. Um, that they're, they are listening to your mm -hmm. needs because, you know, I, I, I've seen that and I've heard you know, those stories where the person, like, other people may compliment them on mm -hmm. how their hair looks, but it's not what they wanted, exactly. you know, and, and that's a huge thing because, you know, the stylist may have thought, well, this looks better on you, but mm -hmm. that person feels self-conscious or feels like it's yeah. too bold for totally. them or whatever. And, and it's really cool to hear that you, 
you really take into that into consideration, mm-hmm. even though they're not the expert. Yeah. They're the expert on themselves and exactly. what they feel comfortable with. Exactly. So and they, I always tell people, I always bu- join them in in the conversation right. and throughout the whole time of from when we sit down from the consultation to when they are checking out. Right. To tell me about their hair. How does this feel? I always have them run their fingers through their hair because you know your hair better yeah. than me. I mean, and it's funny how you can tell by feeling your hair if it's yeah. different or yeah. if it's the right length or if it, oh, it's too thick over here or whatever. And I sometimes can't feel that mm. because I don't touch your hair every day. Yeah. So I make sure that they're very interactive with the consultation and with the whole time so that I can tweak and make it perfect for them for when they leave. Yeah. So that's important because if I start to finish, don't include them in the process. If there's no communication, I I don't know. I don't know what you want. I don't know how to change it. I don't know how to fix it. So I think people really appreciate that. Yeah, that's really good. And that's very important to me. Yeah. Very important. That's cool. Um, So... Why don't we uh, take a moment to let people know how they can get in touch with you guys. Um, if there's anything that's going to be coming up in uh, any plans that you have that you want to share at the, you know, coming up at the end of the year into the new year, mm-hmm. you can do that now. Um, but mainly just let people know how they can get in touch with you if they want to come out to Salon Pazabella. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like the accent. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you can follow us on Facebook um, at Salon Pazabella. We're also on Instagram. Um our website, salonpazabella.net. You could probably just type in Salon Pazabella. Yeah, and I would probably. Yeah, I would imagine. And we will have all the links available below the video uh, and on our website as well. So if, if for some reason you were unable to find it, I will do the, the sleuth work, make sure that they're all the accurate mm-hmm. URLs and stuff, and people will be able to, to link out uh, that yeah, way. Yeah, um, right now we have just pretty much hair services. Um, we do color, balayage, cutting. Um, we do have a barber. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what else? How many stylists do you have? Right now we have three, plus me and then Joe, okay. the, the barber, my brother. He has a lot of different I say, Joe titles. the barber sounds like Joe the barber. That's sounds, like really classic. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> it's Italian too. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, They're the best barbers. Yeah, he's Sorry. he's great. So, um, anyway, so right now we're just doing hair. Um, come the next few months, we're going to be adding some more different services. Oh, cool. um, so make sure to follow us on that, and I'll send out emails. And it's it's not hair related, mm-hmm. but I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, don't spoil it. You got to so. stay tuned and find <laughs> out. We got to leave them wanting more. Yeah, of course. Um, so what are, what are the hours and, and how uh, can people uh, schedule an appointment? Okay, so we're here Tuesday um, 11 to 6, Wednesday 11 to 8, Thursday 11 to 8, Friday 10 to 4, Saturday 8 to 2. Okay. Um, you can call the salon and schedule an appointment. Or we do do online booking also. Oh, okay. Very good. So you can do that through Facebook or you can do that through our website. Great. So we're, we're out there. If it's, yeah. it's, it's, We're easy to find. I, you know, social media is huge. So Yeah, you and you, can, you can't miss it when you drive past on Ridge Pike in <laughs> nope. Moyers Ford li- slash Limerick. Slash Limerick, <laughs> yeah. yep. Whichever. Yeah. So um, anything else that you'd like to share before we wrap? No, just thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. I really, yeah, I really appreciate it.
Well, that's all the time we have for today's episode of Discover Springport. I want to thank Lauren for her time, and I also want to thank her for being generous enough to provide our viewers with a $15 off coupon as a first-time visitor to the salon. All you have to do is provide the coupon code DSF15 when you set your appointment for the first time, and you'll get $15 off. It's pretty nice. If you'd like to hear our full, unedited conversation, you can do that by subscribing to the Discover Springford podcast. You can find it on any podcast app by searching Discover Springford. If you'd like to support the show going forward, you can do that in one of three ways. First, you can make a one-time contribution via PayPal by visiting paypal.me slash discoverspringford. You can also become a monthly supporter through Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash discoverspringford. You can support us for as little as $1 a month. Finally, we have merchandise for sale in our online store, discoverspringford.com slash shop. We have t-shirts available as well as car magnets, which not only support the show, but spread the word. Thanks again for watching. I encourage you to come back next week as we continue to discover what makes the Springford area a great place to live, work, eat, and explore.